Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. In the last episode, I mentioned the reasons why it is important that we have to ask this question, what matters most to me? I said that asking this question, along with several other questions such as, what is the purpose of life and what legacy do I want to leave behind, will help us be intentional in knowing and setting our priorities. It is very important that we know our priorities every day because we will not live forever in this world. We have a limited time every day, so we have to be wise in using our time. And being wise in using our time will require us um, to know our priorities. So, for this episode, I will be sharing what I believe must be our priorities in life. The premise again is that time is short and consequently life is short. This idea that life is short compels us to make choices, but not just any choices, but wise choices. Moment-by-moment decisions will be a big deal because we are aware that this life, that uh, this short life that we have can end anytime. Only that the exact date and time is something that we cannot know. Hence, here are the three priorities or basically categories of priorities that I believe we must base our life decisions upon. Our day-to-day choices and schedules will have to be patterned and aligned on uh, these categories. But here is the important aspect of this list. I will be enumerating them in the sequence of their importance, starting, of course, with the most important. I will also explain the reasons why I think this should be the order of our priorities. So let's start. The first one would be our relationship with God. Our relationship with God. I believe our priority. First and foremost, must be our relationship with God. Establishing a meaningful and life-giving relationship with God is vital. Why? For the simple reason that all of us will die. Yes, you heard it right. You and I and everyone else will die. And all of us will face the reality of our Creator, the reality of God. One of the saddest truths in is that most people do not give much thought about the reality of God and the truth about Him unless death is imminent or either to, due to old age or terminal illness. You know, the quote-unquote, I still have a long life ahead of me kind of attitude I was reminded of the parable of the rich fool. 
He was so preoccupied expanding his already vast wealth, making plans on how to do it. And in Luke chapter 12, verse 20, this is is what was written. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? Little did the man know, little did he know that he won't have time accomplishing all his plans because that very night he will be facing the reality of God. You see, the long life that one may think of having may not be really long after all. When we have to say goodbye to this world, the only reality that remains is us individually and the Lord. So ensure that you are in a relationship with God through Christ. Our schedules and decisions every day must have the objective of what will make us grow in that relationship. I cannot further emphasize the importance of Bible of reading the Bible and communicating with God through prayer. This is not a vain attempt to attain self-righteousness or to show off or to be holier than thou. On the contrary, prioritizing one's relationship with God is an act of humility. It is acknowledging that we owe our life, we owe our very existence, we owe our salvation to God. This is basically a display of dependency. The very fact that we are alive every day and that we are able to go through our activities daily is a proof of God's providence and grace to us. So, the first priority is our relationship with God. Number two, family. After God, our relationship with relationship with our family, with our spouse, our children, and our parents comes next. Take note that this comes after our relationship with God, not before. <laughs> we consider the family, we consider our family as a blessing from God, right? So it is only proper that we recognize the giver of the blessing above anything else. I am just so glad that I was born in a family. Just imagine coming into existence out of nowhere, (laughs) although it is not possible, right? Our families are source of physical protection, provision, and security. Our family provides an environment where we can experience love, joy, and peace among others. Most importantly, it is within the family that we have the opportunity to better understand God's love for us. Being, by being faithful to our roles in the context of family relationship, we can experience both the spiritual and physical blessings that, that comes from God. This is the structure, husband loving their wives as Christ loved the church, wives submitting to the husband, children honoring their parents, and parents loving their children by 
bringing them up in the training and instruction and discipline of the Lord. This is God's design for every family. Just imagine the harmony and nurturing environment that it can create. Family must be in our priority list. And as a general sentiment, we all love our family, right? Yet, as they say, love is spelled as T-I-M-E. Love and time go together. Our love for our spouse, for our children, and for our parents must be displayed by the time we spend with them. Time is not the same as material provisions. Some would like to make up for their inability to spend time with their family by showering them with luxury and material gifts. This is simply a mistake. There is no substitute for time. Do not commit the mistake of bribing family members to cover for your failure to spend time with them. So, the second category in our priority list is family. The last one, others. I would like to use this generic category and label it, label it as others. It can be work, it can be your business, your hobbies, your friends, your ministry even. I believe within this category, you have to use wisdom in balancing and managing your time because all else are cramped here. <laughs> For me, the non-negotiable are the first two, which is our relationship with God and our relationship with family. All else that are uh, um, in this uh, third category can be can be can be adjusted. Um, this is not to say that all that falls under this category are not important. Of course, many of them are important, such as work, business, or even ministry. But here is the line that separates this category from the first two. Listen carefully. You can use the word no, N-O, in the activities that are under this category, unlike in the first two. What do I mean by that? I'll explain. With respect to your relationship with God, there is simply no room to say no. Whatever, whatever will make us grow in our relationship with God must not be refused. We owe our very existence to God and there is simply no justification to reject Him in any manner. Same is uh, tr uh, true with our family. As a rule, our family must enjoy a great advantage and consideration in the decisions that we make. Family time is a priority with respect to our schedules. But this is not the case with the others, this third category. Though work um, is important, attending to it is not non-negotiable, really. We can say no to work, though work is important, if it will compromise our devotion to our family or to God. We have to learn to say no to friends or hobbies if they take away precious time from our family and divert our attention away from God.
The problem in most cases is that we tend to invert this list. The category of others becomes number one, while family and God are set aside. Work becomes the top priority. Our business becomes the most important. Time with our friends and our hobbies uh, occupies a substantial part of our schedules. We are afraid to say no to work or to business, even if it will sacrifice our time with family and with God. We find it difficult to resist our friends and our hobbies, thinking that God and our family will understand. And these people who are unable to say no find themselves devoting almost all of their time working at the expense of their faith and their family. Sustaining their business becomes their only purpose in life. And I think this is the worst. People wasting their time going out with friends, of course, this is prior to the pandemic, or this now becomes the substitute. This now becomes a substitute. Wasting their time with their hobbies. Example would be social media, binge watching on Netflix, or basically, quote-unquote, me time all the time. <laughs> this pandemic could have been a great opportunity to spend time with God and with our family. Life is short. Amidst the busy schedules that most of us face every day, let us not forget the truth. That life is short. We only have a limited time to live and the moment-by-moment decisions we make will impact the various aspects of our lives. That is the reason why we set priorities. Priorities are the result of choices we have to make due to the scarcity of time. Prioritize your relationship with God. One reality will remain after all. We will have to face our Creator. Prioritize family. When we are already on our deathbed, what will matter the most are not the accomplishments or the wealth that we acquired. None of these things can be brought in the afterlife. It is not the what but the who that will matter the most. Our family, both our physical and spiritual family, our church, will be the ones who will surround us in the last minutes of our lives. Then others, treat your work, your business, even your friends and ministry important, but learn to say no if it will compromise your relationship with God and your time with family. So that's it for today's episode. Till next time.